0: We're so happy to be in your presence once again with the seed of the day, and we hope this seed can bless you for all your life, even until eternity. I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas W., Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802, and we're praying for everyone that's going through this pandemic as we journey through, we know God is still on the throne and his mercy is everlasting and his grace is sufficient. And we're lifting people up now who have been sick, those that have lost, lost loved ones to this pandemic or to life in general. We're lifting up all those concerns, sicknesses right now, just praying, thanking God for being God all by himself and being a present help. In time of need. But today I just want to lift up um, Pastor Scripture to help us as a people, to help us as a nation, to help us as we go through life's journey. Um, In Isaiah the 59th chapter, there is a word for us today. And when you look at Isaiah 59th chapter, you see what God was telling the children of Israel, the nation of Israel, to get right. And to get back on track with him. Because sometimes we fall off course. And that he would send Jesus Christ, the Savior, the Messiah, into the world. In that chapter of Isaiah, beginning with the uh, first verse, the 59th chapter of Isaiah, it says that um, God starts off with the sins of Israel. Those things that cause us to get out of line with God. Those things that separate us. From being in fellowship, the things that keep our prayers from being answered, those things that keep us in a downtrodden area of life, keeps us in the valley. Then in verse 9, he says, What sins will call? What kind of things will come into your life and to your nation due to a sinful lifestyle? And then he comes in verse 16 and begins to talk about restoration. One thing we have with God, no matter how bad life may get, we have an advocate with the Father, and his name is Jesus Christ, sitting at the right hand of God the Father on high, and he's going to restore and keep us. He's always pleading on our behalf. Then in verse 20 to 21, it talks about how Jesus was is going to come one day and restore this world to a rightful order. So when you look at verse one, it says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save neither his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. So sometimes we've been we've been praying for the last few weeks that the pandemic be over, that the virus go away, and um, we, we've forgotten to repent. The Bible says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. The first step to coming back to God is to what? To humble yourself. Repent. And he says he will not hear um, some prayers if we have a sinful lifestyle in our life. He starts that off by saying that two things that he will not do. First, he will not save us if we're sinful. Sinful. And then second, he will not hear our prayer if we have sin in our life, but he will hear the prayer of someone who is repentant, a sinner in repentance. So you're never too far away to call on God, but you have to come back and humble yourself and say, Father, forgive me. I know not what I do. Sometimes we we, uh, cause our own prayers not to be answered. In the second verse, it tells us, That our iniquities have separated us from him. Iniquities are sins that we do in ourselves. The hatred, the bigotry, the things that come up in our mind, jealousy. Transgressions are sins that we do against other people. Uh, When we lie on people, when we um, try to put discord into their life, when we do those things, that's transgression. But the Bible here in the second verse of Isaiah 59 chapter, he says, "Iniquities have separated us from God, and our sins have hid our face from Him, and He will not hear." So He will not hear our what prayer. Uh, in Romans third chapter, the twenty-third verse, it says, "For He, we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God." So God is telling us that we have to get back. Him. If you keep on reading that scripture, it tells us in the next couple of verses that we're going to have to, to um, stand with God because leaders in our nation are going to come and they're going to lie to us. They're going to hide them side, themselves behind spiders' webs, thinking they're covered. Uh, people are going to treat us bad because all because we try to do the what right thing. But when you get down to verse number 19. The Bible says, So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against them. And I want to just mention that today. No matter how rough life can get, no matter what kind of storm comes into your life, no matter what kind of sickness. Uh, illness, anything that comes into your life, you have an advocate with the Father. And he says that uh, when the enemy comes in, he will lift up a standard. After all that happened in this chapter, where you see the leaders were lying, the people were um, getting sick, the people were in discord, they were worried, um, just like what it is right now in our nation, in our world, we have some judgments that's falling on us. And it seems as though the light, like in verse 9, has been hid and we walking in darkness. Even in the next verse, he say, we grope the wall like a blind man and we have no eyes. We stumble at noonday as though it's night. Verse 10 says, we walk walking in daylight, but it feels like the nighttime because we're so confused about what's going on. But the Bible says when the enemy comes in, God will lift up. A standing. Uh, When the flood comes into our life and the enemy takes root, God says he's going to lift up a standing. And when he lifts that standing up, he elevates you above any enemy, any problem, any situation, any circumstance that may come into your life. You're next in line for a breakthrough. There's a miracle that God is waiting to give you right now. Uh, But you have to know the keys for your breakthrough. In order to be lifted up in the middle of the flood, first thing, you have to be bold. Uh, You have to have a boldness type faith To believe that no matter what comes along in your life, God will make a way for you. You have to know that Jesus Christ is the son of God. You have to lean and depend on him and trust in his word. The second thing you must do in order to be picked up in the midst of the flood and lifted to a brand new standard. The Bible says you got to know how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit tells you something, you have to be obedient. Quit trying to figure out life on your own quit trying to do things on your own, but learn how to depend and lean on Jesus. And that means you have to listen to the Holy Spirit and you have to pray and ask God to reveal the Holy Spirit to you that you can get understanding and knowledge when he speaks. The third thing, you must believe in miracles. Um, The Bible is nothing but a book of miracles and how God is able to do everything. He's able to step in situations and change things in the midst of the storm. You have to believe that God is a miracle worker and he's working it out for your good. So you have to believe that there is a God. The fourth thing, you must depend on the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, You have to believe that God has all power to change your situation, to change this nation, to change the world, To keep us protected from a virus that we cannot even see. The fifth thing you must do, you got to praise Jesus. In the Old Testament, every time the children of Israel would go off into battle, they would send the tribe called Judah first. Judah means praise. And they were the praising tribe. So they would lead the battle when they went off to war. You got to learn how to let praise go before you. You got to praise God and when you praise him, it goes before you every day of your life and it will hide you and protect you and keep you covered in the midst of your storm. Let you to go first in your day-to-day activity. The sixth sixth thing you have, if you have never been called, don't do it. We get ourselves in trouble when we try to do things that we shouldn't be doing. We want to be like the Joneses. We want to have this and that. We even pray for things in our life that we cannot control. We have to learn to be content and be happy and satisfied with what God does for us and where he takes us. If you believe in him, he will make a way for you. The seventh thing, you don't have to understand, just obey. You don't have to try to figure God out. He's just like the wind. We don't know which way the wind is going to go, but we know the wind is moving because we see the after effects, the leaves moving. So let God lead you in your life and um, instead of trying to figure it out, just enjoy the ride. But be obedient when that voice tells you what you need to do by studying his word. He speaks with his word. He speaks through prayer. He speaks through fasting. The next thing you must do is give your heart to him. If you don't have anything else to give Jesus, you can just simply say, Lord, I give you my love. And boy, will he really appreciate that. If you don't have nothing else to give, you can always say, Lord, I give you my love. When life has shifted you like wheat and you lost your balance, Lord, I give you my heart and my love. The ninth thing you got to do, you got to... Um, Know that God is absolute perfect. There is no fault in him. Whatever he does is perfect. However he reacts is perfect. There's nothing that's going to catch him by surprise. He's able to do all things. And he is perfect. Even Pilate said, I find no fault in him. So we got to quit blaming God for our shortcomings. The tenth thing, we have to be convicted about our call. And whatever God tells you to do, whatever he calls you to do, um, with your family, with your with your job, with your walk in life, you have to have a firm belief that God is telling you to do it by coming to him. So when life shifts you like we, pandemics come, job changes, job losses, sickness fearing, being sick, uncertainty in your life, not knowing what tomorrow may bring, remember that when the flood comes in, God will lift up a standard. And he's gonna keep us just like he did the children of Israel in Isaiah the 59th chapter. Because we're really like that right now. If you go back and read that chapter, we all need to be on our knees right now praying because God is doing something in this world. You may not know Jesus for yourself. And I'm here today to say, if you just repeat after me, I'm going to do a simple prayer. Lord, forgive me. Come into my life. I give my life to you. I believe that Jesus is your son and he died on the cross for my sins. And he set me free to live again. I believe that he went back up to heaven and sits at the right hand of God interceding on my behalf but I want to be part of the family of the Holy Trinity to live forever and to love forever in Jesus name I pray Amen remember go get in a good Bible teaching church where you can hear more of the testimony and the word of God and remember keep a smile on your face for that smile may be helping somebody along the way